Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Thinking Man's podcast. We really hope that you enjoy this upcoming episode, and we really appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you could, on your way out, hit the like, comment, share, subscribe button, share this with your friends and family. We really appreciate it. We're just starting the conversation. We're sparking it. We don't have the solutions, but the goal is to spark the conversation. Sometimes a student is a teacher, and sometimes a teacher is a student. Have a good day. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Thinking Man Podcast. It's your boy, Corey. You know, I got my co-host with me, Ken Lovelady. And y'all know what we do every single week. We talk about real-world issues, controversial topics, and we just open up the door for you guys to have questions. You know, uh, just get a feel for who we are, what we do, and how we do it. And so today, we got a topic for y'all that everybody's been talking about, everybody's been going crazy about, have a perspective on it, have their opinions, and that's just the vaccinations, for the coronavirus and this Delta variant. So we're going to dive right in and we want to see what y'all think about it, but we we definitely going to share what we feel about it. So what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, bro? How you doing? Man, man, I'm doing well, man. I have a, a conference that I'm speaking at today at 10 o'clock talking about the importance of establishing legal paternity. So I'm excited about that. Right after I jump off here, I'm jumping on that. That's deep, bro. That's, yeah. that's the heavy one right there. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to get it. A lot of people have these uh, misconceptions or these ideas that just because they have a baby with somebody means that they automatically have legal rights to that kid and they don't. So I'm gonna have to, you know, educate some people on that. Mm. Man, uh, man, these numbers are going up, bro. I know, I know. These numbers are going up, man. And, you know, people are getting nervous, you know, school is, you know, starting here in a week or so. Some places already started school, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So you got stuff going on all around the country as far as, you know, you know, people kind of in a frenzy and, you know, acting outside of themselves, man. I think it's causing everybody to panic, man. Yeah. No, a lot of people. And then when you think about this, right, this this COVID situation has been around for a while. They say since, you know, 2002, they've been studying the uh, vaccinations and how to put these vaccinations together based on SARS. Right. And this COVID is just a mutation of something that has already been in existence. And so right now we're trying to figure out what are the best practices? What's the best method to kind of like stop this thing? But to be honest, bro, I don't feel like this is something that we can actually get control of the way they're they're trying to portray, right? I think this COVID thing has gotten out of control, I believe. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> like I really do tap into that. And I'd be like, man, is this, is, is this a government scheme to, you know, for population control? You know what I mean? Like all these things cross my mind, but they've been working on this stuff for a while that they say what they want us to believe. So people feel more comfortable about taking the vaccination. I don't know about you, but that's something that I'm not comfortable taking. One, it's not FDA approved. Two, y'all made this vaccination within a year. It takes roughly about eight years to come up with something that's going to be effective. Um, and two, there's no research on long-term effects. So for me, it's a big, uh-uh, nah, bruh. And, I, and I'll, I'll go into detail why later. But yeah, that's why I'm at with it. Hey, man, you know. Say, man. That's what's up. <laughs> I know some of y'all, you know, can see, because we're doing this live on. on we got the card. I'm holding up my vaccination card, man. So I've done round one and round two. 
you know, I did it back in March. That's what's up. Man, I was skeptical about it, bro. And, and I'm still skeptical about it, if I'm honest, you know. But, you know, I started thinking about my son and my family and stuff. You know, my fiance, she's diabetic. So, you know, I, I just think that it, each individual person is going to have their perspective on it. Am I aware of Tuskegee experiments and the history and how the government has treated us and stuff like that? I, I'm completely aware of that. I do. I am also aware that this was a rush, you know, as far as the vaccine is concerned. You know, we're, we're talking about something that was rushed in six months to a year when the normal process takes a little bit over eight years to fully understand if a vaccine is effective or not. So for me, when I took the vaccine, because I, I this is just my personal view on it. I took the vaccine not because I want to prevent contracting or however you want to term it, um, COVID. But I wanted to make sure that if I did get COVID, that it wouldn't impact me in a way where I would no longer be living and be able to provide for my family. So that was my approach. And I think some people think that the vaccine is supposed to um, keep you from actually getting COVID. And in my opinion, that's, that's never been the case. You know, that's just kind of a false narrative. But what it, it what it actually is supposed to do is prevent you from being hospitalized. And um, it's supposed to prevent you from, you know, having intense or it impacting you in a way that incapacitates you, if that makes any sense, to where you're having to be hooked up to a ventilators and all that kind of stuff like we were seeing in the uh, in the past. Uh, some of the things that I've been looking at. You know, they were talking about people that were unvaccinated are the ones who are actually passing away from this um, from this virus. And I didn't want that to be me. So that that's my perspective on it. No. And, and you have that right, you know, to fit that way, especially if you've done the research, you know, you have your child involved, you have your fiance who's involved, you know, and, and you're taking the necessary precautions to take care of your family. Right. And so you have your perspective on it. And a lot of people think the same way, but this is what I want to say about me particularly. One, I had COVID. I, I contracted COVID last year through uh, someone who hung out with someone outside of our circle, right? And then we caught it. This is a crazy thing. My wife started to feel some type of way. They called us and said, you may want to get tested. <clears throat> so my wife went and got tested. Her test came back positive. I got tested the same day. My test came back negative but I had all the symptoms. And so I couldn't, you know, I mean, I was feeling fine, but as the day progressed, I started to feel a little bit worse. You know what I mean? And I didn't lose my taste or my smell until like the third day. My body was fatigued. But let me tell you this too, on top of that, with all that stuff going on, I loaded up on vitamins. It's like I was a vitamin deficient. I went and got vitamin D3, vitamin C, zinc, uh, elderberry. I also was taking, uh, what else was I taking? I took a couple other things. And then I also was breathing in the orange pill and the steam for a little bit, you know, and I would say we beat this thing with the seven days. Now, my wife and I doesn't have, we don't have any underlying medical conditions. Mm -hmm. So with us having contracted COVID already, I felt for me, I don't need to go and take a shot for something that, you know, one, it's not really preventable. You know what I mean? Because what they were saying was that, if you wear the mask, the mask is going to stop the spread of people catching COVID. Well, people were still catching COVID 
with people wearing masks. All right, if you take the shot, the shot is going to stop you from spreading the virus and you won't catch COVID. That was the narrative when it first came out. So everybody rushed to get this shot because they felt like, okay, if I get the shot, I won't catch it. I'm going to be safe, yada, yada, yada. Well, now there's breakthroughs. So people who are vaccinated are now in hospitals on ventilators. People who are fully vaccinated have died from the COVID. And people who um, are vaccinated are spreading the virus. And so it's like, there's a lot of contradiction with CDC information they're putting out and some of the science that they're using to try to back up why this virus uh, or, or the shot is so, so important. I just feel like I already have the antibodies in my system. You know what I mean? And if you already have the antibodies in your system, why do I need to go get a shot? Like I have, I feel like I have a stronger, uh, oppor- a stronger chance of survival because I have the raw original antibodies from catching the COVID as opposed to somebody jabbing me with some type of, Whatever that's not FDA approved, I don't know. But that's just my thought processes on it and, and how I feel about it. You know, um, people, you know, they're, they're very judgmental. If you don't have the shot, they look at you crazy. They, they think you're the one that's the problem. And it's like, listen, I had COVID. I don't want it. I don't want anybody to have it. But I also, I'm also not going to risk my body in the long term if something happens, you know, Johnson and Johnson with the baby, baby powder, they've been using baby powder for years. Then now you get cancer from it. So it's like, I don't want to be one of those victims. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody said, well, we're not living for long term, we're living for right now. Well, that may be your philosophy, but I want to live as long as possible. And, That's terrible. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's like, I want to be here as long as possible. So I just feel indifferent about the vaccines. I'm not knocking anybody that who, who, who gets it. If you feel like that's what's best for you, I take my head off to you. You got to do what's best for you. But for me, let me be me and don't judge me for not putting something in my body that you want me to put there. It's not for selfish reasons I'm not doing it. But again, I don't know the long-term effects and you don't either. So mm-hmm. don't judge something be- before it's time. No, I mean, I mean, there's some things that I agree with with you, bro. You know, obviously you can't pass judgment on somebody, whether they choose to get the vaccine or they choose not to get the vaccine. That's not my decision to make for somebody uh, unless it's somebody close to me, like, you know, uh, we can talk. And that's not even a decision that I can make for my fiance because I got the vaccine. She just finished her second round like two days ago. So today is August 14th. I finished my second round on April 18th. So we're talking, you know, maybe four months or so where she was skeptical about it. And I went ahead and got it, but I didn't, you know, feel the need to like pressure her about getting it, you know, and that just goes to show we live right in the same household and have differing opinions on this. So I don't know, man. Um, As far as wearing a mask, I think that people are thinking that it's going to prevent the spread and it's the masks are not there to prevent the, the spread It's to slow down the spread, you know? So you know, it's not a hundred percent anything. Nothing is a hundred percent. So we're just trying to slow down the spread. Now there's a difference between those regular masks, which I don't have any, but the N95 masks, I think would be more effective. Everybody needs to have those, but it's just a preventative thing, man. It's not going to be a, you know, one solution type of thing. It's going to be a collective of things that have to, you know, come together to, you know, slow this thing down. But I do think that it's going to be like the common cold. This is not something that's going to go away. This is going to be something that we have to deal with, um, you know, for the rest of our lives. This is, you know, this is just what it is. 
But I guess uh, <laughs> on a lighter note, <laughs> you know, when I see people out, man, not wearing a mask, man, I think, uh, man, these are the exact same people who don't, don't wear condoms having sex. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, you, are, you are very much so like, it's obvious you don't wear protection. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you're the guy that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm going to roll the dice. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, but you, but you know what, though, man, and, and this is the thing. Everybody's going around screaming about their rights being violated and all these different type of things. Whether you wear a mask or you don't, it, it, because it's, it's so much to it. Think about it. Let's go back. Some, let's go back a little bit. Let's think about the vaccinations we had, because vaccinations is not something that's new. We had to have vaccinations to go to elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Think about the chicken pox. You know, there's vaccination stuff for that. We don't see that stuff no more. Chicken pox, smallpox, all these things. We don't we don't see these things anymore. And I wonder why, right? Did they have a vaccination that was preventative? We took stuff that prevented things from happening. Now we're trying to take things to slow the spread of things. So it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. It's like no, but hold on. The the COVID nineteen is more similar to the to the flu. So there's no even when we get flu shots, you know this thing keeps mutating so and that's one of the reasons that we haven't resolved the flu people die from the flu every day thousands of people it's not going to resolve it it's just to help try to slow the spread and keep you from passing away from it so it's in comparing it from you know like chicken pox versus the you know uh the flu it's more like the flu and the common cold like how we haven't resolved those things right ox is something you know different Right, which I'm not trying to do a comparison to trash. What I'm saying is there was a point of time in history where these particular things was happening to the body, right? The smallpox, chickenpox, all these things. We don't see those anymore, mm-hmm. right? Now we have this Delta variant and this COVID virus. Now, this COVID stuff has been around for a long time. If you check the back of your Lysol can, it's actually listed on the back of your Lysol can. And Lysol has been around since, I can't tell you the date. It's been around for a long time. Right. But we have these vaccines now that we're talking about slowing down things. People get the flu and they have the flu shot, right? I've never gotten the flu shot and I've never had the flu, but I got COVID. And so I think it varies on your immune system. I think it varies on how you take care of yourself, what you put in your body, all that. Because a lot of these things are prevented and can be prevented based on how you take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people who have died had underlying health issues. Mm-hmm. People who are currently dying are people who are fully vaccinated. Are they doing the research to say, do they have any under underlying medical conditions? Will the narrative change? Because now you put this story out, if you get vaccinated, you wear your mask, you're going to be fine, right? But now we see the breakthroughs of the people who are fully vaccinated. We see people or with the mask who's still spreading and catching it. So it's like, what is the real issue here is this something that y'all can't control and you just won't say that is it a way for you to because i'm thinking about all the incentives as well why are you incentivizing people to go get a shot when in the history of ever you cared about the well-being uh, specifically medical well-being of the latino and black community since when now you're giving away a hundred dollars if you go even in college i'm in grad school they said, if you show your vaccination card, we'll give you a hundred dollars gift card. You know, uh, if you if you get the vaccination, you can take a trip here. You can. We, we, it's like, 
why all these incentives? That makes me more skeptical. And you brought up the Tuskegee experiment a little bit ago. And we need to talk about that because some people may not know what that is. And this is why a lot of black people are skeptical of taking this vaccine. Nah, bro. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, I don't have a facts right in front of me, so I don't want to speak on it. With the Tuskegee experiment? Yeah, but oh, there I, was studied it. I just studied it. I know it. Well, come on with it, man. I know that there was an experiment that was done on black people unbeknownst to them. They were injected with the syphilis. Was it syphilis? Yeah, it was syphilis. Right. Yeah, and they was, were injected with uh, syphilis. What year was that? That was like 19 what? It was in 1900. I, I can't think of the exact year. I just did it because we had to study it in grad school as far as ethics is concerned. Um, and I just studied it this semester, but I can't think of the year it happened. But it wasn't too long ago where this stuff took place. And they were saying that they wanted to treat these people for something else, but they were injecting them with syphilis. Right. They didn't tell them they was injected with, injecting them with syphilis. And these people were like, okay, they're treating me for something else. And I can't remember exactly what it was they said they were treating them for. But as instead of them treating them, they in, injected them to see how long people can go with this thing in their body before something happens to them. Right. So, to, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I got it. it. It's the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the Negro male informally referred to as a Tuskegee syphilis experiment or Tuskegee syphilis study was an ethically abusive study conducted between 1932 and 1972 by the United States Public Health Service and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, so that's the CDC as well. Yeah, CDC. Say that. I'm about to say that. Yeah, for sure. Um, the purpose of this study was to observe the natural history of untreated syphilis, although the African-American men who participated in the study were told that they were receiving free health care from the federal government of the United States. They were not. The Public Health Service started the study in 1932 in collaboration with Tuskegee University, a historically black college in Alabama. In the study, investigators enrolled a total of 600 impoverished African-American sharecroppers from Macon County, Alabama. Of these men, 399 had latent syphilis, with a control group of 201 men who were not infected. As an, infe excuse me, as an incentive, for participation in the study, the men were promised free medical care, but were deceived by the PHS, who never informed subjects of their diagnosis, and disguised placebos, ineffective methods, and diagnostic procedures as treatment. Hey, can we pause right there? Now, there are some things that you stated, and I'm glad you read it, because like I said, I just went over this in my ethics class this semester, and we talked about this particular case. This happened over a span of 40 years. He said from 1932, I believe, to 1970 or something of, of that nature, 72, right? Over a span of 40 years. The CDC was also involved in this experiment. Now, he said there was an incentive to get free healthcare. Let's look at what we're doing today. The mm -hmm. CDC is heavily involved in this variant, uh, COVID thing, right? Not only that, they're incentivizing it as they did the, the uh, Tuskegee experiment. Mm -hmm. So they're still, they're still doing the same things. And you're telling me that you want me to go get a jab in my arm and it just show, it just stated, he just read it, that the CDC was involved. It was over a 40-year span. They're trying to figure it out, and they incentivized this, and they gave people syphilis. So you want me to go take a shot where they're incentivizing people. CDC is involved. The stories keep changing. There, mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that's going on. It's no different from the Tuskegee experiment in my eyes. Now, I'm not saying you have to agree with me. This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. So if you want to take the shot, because this talked about African-Americans, if I'm not mistaken, when they first talked about giving a shot, what demographic did they want to target? They said, we're going to go to the black communities and we're going to give it to them first. Well, historically, in the medical in the medical space, we were the lab rats of 
you know, of tests and procedures, especially gyne- excuse me, gynecological uh, things. You know, there was, stuff, you know, and that's what I was kind of hinting at in the Simone Biles, um, you know, podcast that we just finished. You know, there is a history of the medical industry or medical industrial complex is similar to the military industrial complex. There are aspects of the medical industry that were very, very inhumane. So they would run gynecological tests without any form of pain reduction on, you know, African-American women before they would administer those same procedures to white women with, you know, pain meds and things of that nature. They saw how it would, you know, impact us without any kind of pain mitigation or whatever, you know, let women bleed out. And all. It's, I mean, it gets kind of disgusting, but there are certain aspects of the medical industry that, you know, make black people scared. And it's, it's part of the reason why um, we tend to not go to the doctor as well. We know the history of how they've treated us and whether they've had our best interests at heart. I get it, bro. Like I completely understand that perspective. And I, I'll just be honest, man. I really just don't know one way or the other. Do I think that the only thing that makes me feel slightly comfortable with it is that it's for the masses. It's not like a vaccine specifically designed for African Americans, and I'm like, nah, we're not getting that. <laughs> well, well, but think about it. Can they specifically design anything for a specific race of people? Because if they did that, then think about how many more people would be like, wait a minute. So there's a vaccination specifically designed for this person. Because we don't know what they're giving people and what they are not giving people. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's why I'm like, for whoever takes a shot, I take my head off to you because you're stepping up and saying, you know what? I'm going to allow you to experiment with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe that there needs to be people who are willing to take the shot right? so they can study it, right? And they can see what the effects are, the long-term effects, the short-term effects, all these things. And then there needs to be people who don't take it. That's going to be like, okay, this is... Because you need something to study. You need something to compare and contrast. If everybody got this shot, right? Then And everybody suffered the same consequences. Then what? So it's like, I'm going to be very hesitant. I'm going to be reserved. One, based on the Tuskegee experiment. Two, the CDC has been contradicting themselves since this thing has come out. It's not FDA approved. How can you mandate somebody to put something in their body that's not FDA approved? And even if it is FDA approved, even the FDA approved stuff that's not healthy for us, that's not good for us because it's all part of the medical field, right? They get paid for working together. Mm-hmm. Give them this. We know they're going to be overweight. They're going to be obese. They got all these different things. Guess what? They got to come to the doctor. Guess what? That's going to spike up. the. So it all works together. And I'm like, I don't want to contribute to this anymore. You know what I mean? And like you said, Ken, we have been the experiments for all this time. Mm-hmm. And we have dealt with a lot of things. We suffered a lot of things, uh, a medical oppression, a, a lot of different things we've been uh, subjected to and, and, and exposed to that we shouldn't have. But because we were black, they're like, we're going to just try it on them because they're worth nothing anyways. They try to do the same thing with this COVID stuff. Let's go into the black communities first, the powers, because they're the ones that need it the first, because they're the ones that's dying from it. No, don't come to our neighborhoods first. Go to the rich white neighborhoods and give them the shots and see what happens. Hell, at least if something does go wrong, they have the finances to be able to go to the doctor to get checked out. If you give it to the ones that's in an impoverished community, 
We don't have health insurance. We don't have the money to go to the doctor. So if we get in something happens, we just stuck with it and we got to die with it where they at least have a fighting chance based on their socioeconomic status. So don't come around saying, oh, we're going to start with the black community first. We want y'all to get it first. When have you ever cared about the black community and our well-being? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not with it. Yeah, like I said, bro, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, everybody has their, you know, opinions on it. Nothing you're saying is incorrect. You know, this is just a matter of opinion. I can't say, man, you're wrong for not getting a vaccine. You know what I mean? I, I do think that people should be responsible. We have a pandemic going on. So, you, <clears throat> excuse me, you want to, uh, you know, wear your mask, wash your hands. I mean, these are basic, you know, as far as hygiene is concerned. And I don't understand that, man. I, I don't understand you know, why people struggle with basic hygiene. That's one of the things for me that's frustrating. Like, obviously, that you touch door, excuse me, door handles, you should wash your hands regularly. You know, I, I don't necessarily understand that, you know, but I do understand people feeling like, you know, I it, it's just, a it, it really is just a mistrust for the government. You know what I mean? I think everybody, no matter what race of people you are, you don't trust the government. And I think people just should just, you know, be honest about it, you know, because the history of the government, because they've been manipulative in certain situations, these institutions do work together. You know, they all feed one another and they come with a, um, a plan, whatever that may be, that sometimes benefits the population and sometimes it doesn't, you know, and we don't know when it is going to benefit us and when it's not going to benefit us. If we're just being completely honest. Man, you know, this vaccine thing, man, it's a roll of the dice. It really is a roll of the dice. And like I said, for me, my main thing was I want to make sure that I'm around my children and I'm able to, or my child and my family to be able to provide. I don't want to, because if I pass away, there will be some, that the effects, excuse me, the effects of that will be felt in a very, um, you know, intense way. And, you know, that and that was my thing. But one of the things that you hit on, I think that we should and myself included, uh, sometimes, man, we put our health on the back burner, man, chasing a dollar or whatever it is that we're doing. You know, we're so focused on other things that we don't invest in, you know, uh, making sure our immune systems are running at, you know, at top peak, you know, uh, vitamin C, vitamin D. Are we exercising regularly? Are we eating nothing but fried food and drinking soda or you know, all of those different types of things, because one of the things that came up for sure that I've seen is those who are unhealthy or true, you know, affected in a major way. Um, we have to, you know, keep our immune systems running at, at tip top in tip top shape. Um, but I do think that this is a very like uh, this this virus is respiratory. It really impacts people's respiratory systems. So people with like asthma and stuff like that, they're really impacted by that. My brother got COVID and he's still, um, you know, struggling with it right now, but he has a history of asthma. And I think there's something to that. You know what I mean? There's something that we haven't figured it out yet, but it's something to, if you already have a respiratory issue, because this thing impacts your ability to breathe, you're already operating at, you know, maybe let's say 65, 75%. And this thing takes you down to 40 and, you know, 45%. There's going to be a struggle there. So, I mean, it's just so many different things, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm good. Go ahead. Bro. No, you're, you're absolutely right. It is a respiratory thing. And, I, you know, my brother-in-law, asthmatic, you know, diabetic, and he caught it. 
You know what I mean? But he beat yeah. it. You know, he was taking the necessary things he needed to take care of, taking the necessary medicines, taking care of himself, kept himself in the house, wore his mask and stuff like that. So he beat it. Now, this is my thing, too, now. We're in Texas. I don't know where everybody else is at. But our governor is not shutting down anything, nor is he mandating the mask. Correct. If they cared enough about the people and they want to make sure that the communities were safe, wouldn't you think they would do everything in their power to make sure that that happens? But we're sending all these kids back to school because this is what most people are concerned about. We're sending all these kids back to school. Now, anybody under the age of 12, 12 and under cannot be vaccinated. So you're telling me from pre-K all the way up to sixth grade, you're going to risk all those little lives. Sending them back to school. You're not offering virtual learning. They have to be in person. Why do they have to be in person? Well, they say, well, the numbers and they and, and the, the grades were impacted heavily. You're absolutely right. The mental health, the grades, a lot of different components was affected by this COVID thing. But why the push to be in school in person? If you know we have something, we're fighting an invisible monster that we cannot control. Mm-hmm. You don't know if the vaccine is going to help. You don't know if the mask is going to help. You kept contradicting yourself. Why would you put all these little people's lives at risk? Yeah, I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody and every behind that's in the chair is like 200 some plus dollars or more. Oh, it's money getting, involved. It's money involved, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to shut it down. You're not going to say, oh, the kids don't need to be in school. We have learned in this pandemic that people can make money from home. We've learned that you don't have to report to a brick and mortar to do your job. We've learned that People are more creative and innovative than they ever had to be in their life. And we learned that people can start businesses. There are so many different things that this COVID virus have exposed. You know what I mean? It exposed the true heart and nature of people. It exposed the prejudices and the the, uh, biases people have. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hit on it. We talk about how we need, well, no, I'm not going to hit on it because that'll take us all the way to another place. (laughs) But there are so many different things, man, that the government is not taken care of, you know, school being one. These parents are terrified. They send their kids back to school because they cannot fully be vaccinated or they can't be vaccinated at all. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, well, let's send them to school. Our Greg Abbott is not going to mandate masks in school, but everybody's starting to override his mandate of not wearing the mask. Say, no, if you come to our business, you got to wear a mask. If you're going to be in school, you have to wear a mask. Somebody has to do something because the government, the people who are supposed to care for the people who are in the positions who need to be, in my opinion, voted out, um, are not taking care of their responsibility and taking care of the people. We're supposed to be for the people. They're not. They're about the dollar. Yeah. Man, it's, uh, <laughs> there are certain people that can work from home and there are certain occupations you can't work from home. You know what yeah, I mean? True, true. Not all. Yeah, true, true. You know what I mean? So, you know, there are some people that, you know, cannot afford, you know, daycare. You know what I mean? So, you know, some people have to go to work physically. They have to be there. Um, so I, I think this thing impacts <clears throat> a lot of different industries in a lot of different ways. Yes, it's definitely forced us to be more creative. I don't, to be honest with you, the the issue of children going back to school, I don't see how, I don't see how that can be done effectively, man. I honestly yeah. don't. I really don't. And, and, you know, they've, the government has started issuing these $300 a month uh, you know, stipends or stimulus for day specifically designed for daycare to help people to pay for daycare to get you back to work. But with us not having control of this, 
when you, I mean, even when kids go to daycare now, man, they come home with all kinds of illnesses and sicknesses and stuff like that. I mean, I don't think children, man, are going to be able to socially distance and, you know, keep their mask on 100%, not share candy or snacks or not, you know, you know, just being a kid, man, you're not, you're not aware of that. And, you know, it's, it's a really difficult problem to solve. And I don't know that we'll ever really solve it, to be honest, man. I, right. I, I don't know, man. And, and, you know, my, my son's too, he's not going to daycare. I mean, if this thing is still around in a few years, I'll be even talk with my fiance about homeschooling him and having a, having a teacher, you know, come here, you know, and I, we're blessed in a way that, you know, we can afford to do that. And I know that everybody can't afford to have a teacher come day in and day out and that be a, you know, a minor thing. It's a, you know, these, the financial aspect of this is, is important as well, man. So yeah, yeah, that's true. You're true. I mean, everything you're saying, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's the beautiful thing about this, right? You know, you're vaccinated. I'm not, we both have different opinions, different perspectives on this thing, but at the same time, we give each other the autonomy to express mm-hmm. that without passing judgment. And that's yeah. what we need to, we need to focus on, right? We have a lot of people being very rude, very nasty towards people who yeah. refuse not to get the virus. I saw something on social media. The vaccine. Somebody, yeah. I saw something yeah. on social media where, yeah, the vaccine on, on, on social media where somebody posted a loved one in the hospital on ventilators and they were like, she's not doing well. She, she's not getting better. And I went straight to the comment section and somebody put in the comment section, man, I wish there was a way to prevent this. Oh, it is the vaccination. The insensitivity to other people's situation and what they're going through is absurd to me. You know, you talk about not passing judgment if you're in the LGBTQ community or if you this or that, but yet we pick and choose who we're going to pass judgment on. That cannot be the case. If we're going to be uh, across the board, and I know everybody's not, but if we're talking about equality and right being equitable across the board, Mm-hmm. Then we have to start putting that into play, not just with a specific group, but everybody across the board. You can't pick and choose who you're going to pass judgment on and who you're not, because <clears throat> if people are deciding not to get the vaccination, that's their body. It's almost kind of like women when it comes to my body, my choice, if they're going to get an abortion or not. It's their bodies, their choice. They could choose to do what they want to. And nobody should be able to tell them what they should and should not do. And people say, well, it's different because, uh, you know, the. If you don't take the vaccine, you're harming a bunch of people. Not necessarily. If you're vaccinated, why are you so afraid of the ones that's not vaccinated? If you can't get it, if if, if I can't, you know, if, if I'm not vaccinated and you are, why are you more afraid of me? Shouldn't you know what I mean? Like you should be straight, right? And if anybody's going to get sick and die, it's probably going to be the ones that's not vaccinated. In your opinion, I'm going to be the one in the hospital. So I'm only affecting myself, really, if you are vaccinated. So people just come up with all these different types of things, man. And I just feel like we have to do better as a people. It's bigger than the virus. It's bigger than this COVID. There are some behind the scenes things that are happening right now, but the big distractor is the COVID. It's, it's the vaccinations, right? They're stopping stuff at the ports. We can't even get food and stuff. We can't even get waters and stuff into the ports anymore because they cut them all off. What do you think is happening? That's the stuff that you don't see. And that's the stuff they don't want you to see. So they're going to push this in the media. Every time you turn on the news, get the vaccine, even commercials now, vaccines. They have spokespeople, vaccines. They have, check this out. <clears throat> I know everybody's familiar with this song. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that ass up by juvenile right? They actually got a anthem for vaccinations now mm-hmm. that they came out with. Who do you think they're targeting? Why would they go get juvenile, Manny Fresh them, 
to do an anthem to go get vaccinated using the same exact beat, some of the same lyrics, but put you need to go get uh, something about vaccination and something like that. Who do you think they targeted? <clears throat> it's an agenda, man, behind all this. And I'm not just I'm not buying it. No, it's definitely. I mean, and the thing about it is we don't know whether I mean, man, you know, the the way that people market has always been insulting to intelligent black people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the you know the whole McDonald's hip hop dance, and if we when yeah. we were kids, the Power Ranger, the yeah. Black Power Ranger break dancing, you know, like crazy. <laughs> it's, crazy. It, it's it's always been insulting, but you know that's just somebody who's not connected trying to figure out how can we market to this specific population of people. You know, it, I mean, like I said, bro. It, Man, everybody, everybody's opinion is 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 valid, you know, because it's just that it's your opinion. None of this stuff is fact. You can't, I can't factually say, man. Well, because I'm vaccinated and Corey, you're not. I'm better off than you. No, I just have a certain thought process. I'm just trying to be as preventative as possible. Excuse me, as possible. And then you have your argument for that as well. This man, this thing is going to be. It, it's just another way to divide the public. And that and that's the main thing, you know. I was just saying that I would speak on that. Yeah, man, and, and and we have to. I don't understand why people aren't, you know, people push equality, but I don't understand why they don't respect each other's opinions and where we're coming from, our perspectives. Right. I don't understand that because the same way that I'm, I'm not arguing for vaccines. I'm just saying why I got it. I can understand, Corey, your perspective on why you didn't get it. You know, I, I can understand it, you know, either way. I'm not going to say, man, you're wrong or whatever. Nobody's wrong or right in this situation. I think everybody's just trying to navigate it as best that they can. And nobody knows, including the government. And But I don't think that they can come out and say, hey, guys, we're just we're freestyling and trying to figure this thing out, man. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that would just cause a panic, you know, yeah, like yeah, so yeah. they're trying to keep the global markets and the economy moving. Uh, in a way, but yeah, man, it's, I mean, we'll, I think we should revisit this again, maybe later on in the year to see how this thing has progressed because this is definitely not over. I think it's still developing, man. I think it's still developing. Yeah. We got a lot of work to do. Yeah. We have a, we have a lot of work to do. And I believe that if we come together as opposed to trying to figure out who the villain is in this situation and figure out why certain people are doing certain things, then we will be better off. Uh, this is going to take a collective effort in order to combat and actually fight this thing. And, and, and hey, hold on, hold on. Let's say, man, I'm scared. When you said that, I just thought about that, man. Culturally, in America, man, we're so damn selfish. Absolutely. That I don't know, like when you compare us to other countries, the thought process is completely different. Everybody in America is independent. You know, I'm. You know, everybody's doing their own thing. There are mm-hmm. countries who are moving as a unit and resolving stuff. Yep. quickly you know what i mean like uh was it china china you know what i mean like it's just a it's a cultural perspective but then at the same time i can also understand like well you don't fully want china's perspective over here so man but go ahead bro i just had to no, no, that's, that's real because this is that's the way we operate everybody is an independent over here everybody's trying to figure out what's best for them you know what i'm saying and, and this is what i want to believe i want to believe this i want to believe that we live in a result driven solution oriented society Right. And but within that society, we have a bunch of complainers. Now, my thing is this. If everybody complained. What would get done? 
right? What would get done if everybody just sat there and complained about the vaccine and nobody's doing this and nobody's doing that, right? What if everybody complained and nothing, nothing would get done? But I believe this. I believe that if everybody put forth their best foot and they fought, the possibility of success rings louder than the possibility of defeat. But because we're not working collectively together to combat this thing, I said it a few days ago, it's divide and conquer, right? They're dividing us as a people. They're dividing us as a community. They're placing the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. And then there's just this big class. So mm. while we're clashing doing this, they're up here working on something else. The yeah. government has a way of doing things. They've been doing it for years. And the thing is, they're not even hiding it anymore. It is plain. It is right there in our face. But because we're so distracted, fighting against who's vaccinated, who's not, you know what I'm saying? Who's right, who's wrong? Mm -hmm. We're giving them opportunity to make other plans and plots to come against the community. And so that's what I'm saying. If we hurry up and come together, which I don't think is possible because everybody has their own opinion. You got your cultural differences. You got your background. You got all these different things, your experiences, environment, whatever. But at what point... Are we going to stop fighting against one another and become to and begin to come together as a unit like other people? China's got this thing under control. And guess what? They say it started over there. But they have it under control. They're not dealing with the same things we're dealing with. Texas and Florida are running number one and number two with the highest COVID cases. Why? Because you got people who don't want to wear masks. You got people who wants to do their own thing. You know what I'm saying? The government is not looking out for the people. So if the government is not going to look out for the people, we got to look out for the people. But we're too busy trying to be our own entity. What you say, Kim? Monolith? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That we can't function right. We can't do things right. I don't care if you get the vaccine. And you shouldn't care if I don't get it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you don't love me that much to care if I get the vaccine or not. You don't <laughs> give a damn about me. You know what I'm look, saying? As they huh? passed these bills, bro, as they passed these bills, they did it with 9-11 and people, you know, who read, you know, and understand these things, they cause a, a stir first and then they pass a bill on top. It's to resolve the big issue, but we're not noticing the stuff underlying it. I think if I'm not mistaken, it's called a rider. When you pass a bill, they, you know, rush it through. Then there's an agenda under that, the fine print that they attach to the bill as it's passing through. And the the issue is not the surface thing that they're you know putting out to the public. We're not necessarily aware of the underlying rider that goes along with that bill. And that's that's the part of the distraction that we're missing. We're caught up in, okay, the vaccine and this is what we need to do, and you know, 911 and when they passed those bills, as far as terrorism is concerned, there were other things that, you know, uh, impacted our rights as Americans that if we looked into, we could see what the actual issue is. We, but we have to be diligent in looking into those fine details. Okay. Yeah. You're passing this bill to resolve COVID in whatever way that may be. What is the entirety of the bill? What is it that you're actually, where are the riders at? What are the riders to this bill? And then you'll start to notice like, why, what does the vaccine have to do with this? Why would you associate both of those things together? It's complete. If you read the fine print, these things are completely separate and they have to do it that way because by law, they have to, you know, show us what's involved in the bill, but they hide it in a stack of paperwork 
that they know that the American public is too busy to look into. Yeah, too busy or too lazy to read. They say if you want to keep something from them, put it in a book, right? Yeah. Uh, hell, some people don't even read long. If you got to press see more on the Facebook message, they're going to go, they're going to go right past it because it's too. <laughs> Man, like, nice. But but we have a we do have to ha- have to come together. We got to quit passing judgment. You know, if people choose to get vaccinated. That's their choice. If people choose not to, that's their choice. Yeah. You shouldn't be treated any different or better because you have a vaccination that you don't know nothing about. And I'm I'm sorry. I, I, I was a science teacher. I didn't study research, but I had to do enough stuff in science. And so just because it says it's science and science is speaking, doesn't necessarily mean science never made mistakes. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So if that's your argument, well, it's science and so we need to listen to science. There's a lot of science and scientists, right, who had to do a lot of research. They had their hypothesis. They had, their, they had all these things that they had to go back and, and, and retract because it's like, okay, yeah, we missed the ball on this one. This wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So don't be caught up because it says it's science. Uh, there, there's nothing 100% effective. Nothing. Not even science. And so there's that one slight percentage, you know, that 99%, that, that 1%. That we could be off. And so I'm not trying to scare anybody. You do what's best for you and your family. And I'm going to give you the autonomy to do that. And you give me the autonomy to do what's best for me and mine mm-hmm. without passing judgment. <clears throat> I love you with or without the vaccination. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to treat you different. You know what I'm saying? Love me with or without the vaccination. If, if, I, if I pass away because I didn't take the vaccination, then that's on me. But you and I are not that close in proximity or connected like that to where you should, you're going to care that much if I'm gone or not. So why do you care if I put that vaccination in my body? There's a selfish measure to this. <clears throat> you think everybody getting the vaccination is going to protect you. So you're more concerned about you than you are everybody else. And that's the problem that I have. And so we got a lot of work to do. I think this was a great topic. Uh, you got anything else you want to add to it before we check out of here? No, that's it, man. Y'all can catch us on YouTube. We'll put the links in the uh, description. Look, thank you all for rocking with us. This is your boy, Corey and Ken, the Thinking Man Podcast. We can catch us every week. We're going to do this. We're going to keep putting out this information. We're going to keep sharing our knowledge with the with the world, with the people. Check us out on our platforms. Until next time, we love y'all. We out of here. Peace. Hello, everyone. My name is Ken. I am the co-creator of the Thinking Man's podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the last episode. We really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, Hopefully we sparked the conversation between you and your loved ones, your family and friends. And we really appreciate it if you could share the content. You know, when we started this thing, the whole goal of it was to just start the conversation. We don't have the solutions, but we definitely want to spark conversations. So we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Have a good day.